Hi, it's your coach Joe Lucas. Welcome to Tuesday. Welcome to December 5th. And my gosh, the last month of 2017. Hey, hope you're doing well. And uh, hey, it, the ball's going to be dropping before we know it. So let's kind of get into a couple things today uh, for this uh, quick video. Uh, number one is this is definitely the time of year where you have to make a decision on what I call planning to do your business plan. So whether you're going to come join me in Orlando in early January, uh, you're going to go off and uh, you know sit in a cafe somewhere with a with a yellow pad and write out some goals. Hey, whatever serves you, you know that's that's you know your prerogative. I'm just saying is don't haphazard it. You know a lot of advisors, quite frankly, um, you know it's like, kind of like a last minute thing. They kind of get into January, they feel guilty, and they scribble down some notes on some things they want to accomplish, kind of what they've done their entire career, and nothing changes, right? And the one thing that I think we need to be aware of in our profession is that our industry has already changed a lot in the last even two years. And that pace of change is going to increase. So if your brain is like, well, I don't like change and, you know, and so on and so forth, guess what? <laughs> it's changing around you. So my recommendation is, why don't you take control of it? You know, why don't you, instead of maybe, quote unquote, thinking you're a victim, Say, how do I take advantage of this? You know, what kind of business plan do I need to put together in 2018? You know, what do I need to do different? Because here's the reality. You're going to do different. Whether it's, whether it's uh, market forces, compliance forces, industry forces, technology, demographics, you're going to do different next year. My point is be conscious of it. Control it. Okay, it's a little, little tidbit there, right? But my main topic for today is people. And you know, it's been interesting for me. Um, I really, you know, this time of year I get very reflective. Uh, I kind of do two things. I get reflective and I kind of look forward. And, you know, one of the things that I think a lot of advisors in this industry struggle with or get stressed over is really the people side of things. And what I mean by that is, you know, the old saying, this is a great business if it wasn't for the people, right? And people come in, you know, a couple flavors here, right? We have our clients, we have our kind of people around us, right? Uh, whether we're involved with a firm or IBD or an RA, our business partners, right? Our custodians, so on and so forth. And uh, then we have our team members, right? Which could be um, you know team members or partners, so on and so forth. Bottom line is that's normally the stressor for most people in our business. And you know, it's interesting. Um, I do think there are a couple rules that we need to discuss about what not to do going forward. Number one, do not be your own HR consultant. Do not be your own recruiter. I, if I had literally a hundred bucks for every client of mine who wanted to save some money and wanted to go run their own ad, go find, you know, so-and-so referred somebody and they hire these people, there's no, you know, there's no due diligence, there's no assessments, there's no capabilities, and they wonder why they don't work, right? Because they want to save 5000 Right, every study that I've seen, and I'm sure some of you HR and, and uh, professionals out there can, you know, probably chime in on this a little bit better than I can. But you know, if you're if you're if you're uh, let's say hiring a fifty thousand dollar a year job, and you make the wrong hire, between wages, productivity, it's at least a two x cost. So here, let me get fifty thousand dollar team member, wrong team member, hundred thousand dollar negative impact to your business. But let's go save that $5,000 on that recruiter, right? Because that makes a lot of sense. Remember, 
all of us have three identities in this industry. The professional identity, the business owner identity, and the entrepreneur identity. The business owner identity is the one that most likely will get you in trouble in this business because you'll make some, you'll make some cheap you know, decisions. You'll make some wrong decisions. And I can't tell you how many times I've had clients do this against my advice. Again, I can't mandate things, right? Um, but I have a client say, I'm going to go, oh, so-and-so, i got a resume, so-and-so found me somebody. And it's a disaster. It doesn't work out. And I sit there and say, hey, spend the five grand. Go get, and that's what, it, 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 the resources I have, that's about right. Spend the $5,000 to go get somebody who's going to do a good job for you in finding the right candidate, right? Deal story, penny wise, pound foolish. Couldn't, I mean, it, this is like the number one example of it, right? Because let's face it, like, and you've heard me say this, the people around you, your team does one or two things. It's only two, and there's only two boxes. They either propel your success or they retard your progress, period. So if you don't have the right team around you, number one, because are they the wrong people or do they have the wrong leadership? That's right. You know, the other one of the comments I always make back to people, at least my clients, when they're whining uh, about somebody, I say, well, who runs them? Who's, who's, the, who's the manager? Who's the leader there? Right? Who's the visionary? It's you. And if they're not doing what they need to be doing, that's on you. Either A, you made a wrong hire, or B, you're not, you're not leading them the right way. And management does not work in this industry. You know, do I need to manage my people better? BS, you do. Management is a lot. If you've got to manage your people, you've got the wrong people. Period. You need leadership vision, accountability, self-accountability, communication, all those things, right? And so I think a lot of us, you know, let's face it, you get in this industry because you want to help people, maybe like the stock market, maybe like portfolios, maybe like planning. It's very, very rare somebody comes into this space and says, you know, I want to build this really great team. I'm going to have this culture around me. Um, there, there are a few that do that, by the way, and, and, they're, and they're very gifted and they're highly successful, by the way. Um, but its culture is like an afterthought in this industry. It's about, you know, a lot of you, quite frankly, I say this respectfully, you plug holes because somebody left you and I got to go find a body. And then you go get exactly that, a body. Okay, not great. You know, a scale of one to 10, they're like a solid five, six. And look, if you want to double, triple your business, you need seven, eights, and nines. Maybe even nine, 10, elevens. You cannot, the people around you are indicative of who you are. So what you need to do is really look at, you know, how, hey, how do I deal with people? And again, let's just talk about your team, right, for a second. How do I look for talent? You know, and when I find talent, how do I evaluate that talent? You know, I hate, I'm not a big fan of sports metaphors because uh, not everybody gets them. But look, it's the same thing a professional athlete who, who you know, whether it's a free agent or draft, who are we going to select, how are we going to evaluate them, how are we going to pay them? There's really no difference in this industry. Who are we going to select? How are we going to evaluate them? How are we going to comp them? Same thing. But if you're doing the evaluation, number one, you're not objective, right? Because you have a, you may have a hole in your team, right? You may you get seduced by someone who's just a really good interviewer. And believe me, it's fascinating. The people that interview really well, a lot of times, are not the best team members because they're good here. They are not detail oriented. They make mistakes. They're not motivated, they're not, you know, but they interview well, right? You don't want that. You want somebody who's going to be with you for 10, 20 years, right? So I'm just asking you to go into 2018 and your brain looking, all you know where you are. So, you, you know, be honest with yourself. You don't need to tell me anything. Hey, do I have the right team around me? 
If not, one of the goals for 2018 is to put the right team around me. And if that is a goal for 2018, then let's change the process of how we go ahead and find those people so therefore I get the right talent. You know, you're not, you don't want to be your own doctor. You don't want to be your own lawyer. You don't want to be your own recruiter and HR person. Flat out telling you right now, bad, bad, bad idea. Okay, so just some thoughts for today and just wrapping up real quick. Let's make sure that you, again, you kind of have some decision making on how you're going to do planning, whether you're going to come see me in Orlando in early January, uh, you're going to go ahead and acquire our system uh, when we launch it, or you're going to go do your own thing. Whatever it is, I'm here to serve you, but let's make sure you have a plan so you're not scrambling come January 1st, what the heck am I going to do, right? Let's make some decisions this week. See you soon.